And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, world. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is not a normal thunder episode. Well, I mean, every episode is thunder. But this is more of a a short, this is more of an opportunity. I did post on Twitter as far as all decade teams. Making sure you want to talk about them. And then, lo and behold, my dog, everybody's dog, Big Roy, rough boy, turned up, bro. It's only fair that he be the first person. So we'll go to our normal episode, how we usually do it next week. But I will give him a quick little something, something. But Happy New Year, first and foremost. I uh, appreciate it. Um, happy New Year to you and yes, Murphy's sir. as well. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely want to make sure. We can get that out the way. I know y'all. Y'all like Murph. We've been waiting for y'all for a couple of weeks. It's coming next week. Just give us about seven, seven, <laughs> seven. more days and we'll be back to normal. But because time is of the essence, we still want to make sure we give y'all a little sock. So Big Roy, if you guys don't know, he is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. For the avid listeners, they like, oh boy, what do he got to talk about positive? They ain't won a Super Bowl on this decade. But anyway. That's not the point. Big Roy don't beat me up, big dog. So, Big Roy, from 2010 to 2019, I'm going to let you start off and just talk about your Steelers because you got the floor. Um, Yeah, man. Like you said, long-time Steelers fan. You know, um, quick story. Like, I, I, I became a Steelers fan because of Jerome Bettis. Even though it was, it, was, it was way before this decade we're talking about. But when, yes, I, sir. when I seen him running the rock, uh, it kind of made me question if I want to play football still because I didn't know. Like, <laughs> if you went to the league and had to face somebody like D. that, Murph, like, you'll get trucked and everything else <laughs> easily. You Facts. know, before that, I didn't really have a team. I was just like whoever was cool. Like I was cool, Randy Moss and stuff like that. I didn't really have care about nobody teams like that. But when I seen him play, I was like, okay, it's the real deal. Then I seen Troy Polamalu. Okay, yeah, I'm locked in. You know, <laughs> that's so, what's uh, up. That's what's up. That's how they all started with them. No, but um. I mean, unfortunately for this decade, it's still there's no 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 um no uh, championship. Yes, no, sir. No Super Bowl championship. Yes, the decade sir. before that, we were able to get to two, I think. You know, but uh, unfortunately, not this one because of the basically because of Tom Brady and the Patriots was in a way. You know, but um, they were. Yeah, <laughs> we made it to I think three conference championship games. I think against Tom Brady. <laughs> you know, again, but uh, we was unfortunate not to pull away with the victories. Um, over that time, over the decade, ten year time frame, we have some unbelievable players who achieved a lot of things. A lot of great play from quarterback, a lot of great play from a certain receiver. Also, I'm gonna talk about in a, a new age running back who set the bar high to what it is now for the running back to doing. Also, James so, Conner. <laughs> 
injury prone. D'Angelo Williams. No, my bad. Y'all know I got to add some humor to it. <laughs> yeah, man, but that's just, I mean, once we get ready, I'm going to bust down a couple of those players and probably my uh, top defensive player of the decade. Um, it's, the, the, the defensive one's going to be very interesting because he's going to play four years in the decade, but still, what yeah, he did throughout yeah. <laughs> his history, he deserves it, you know, so. That is a little short history of you when know, I steal this D Murphy. So y'all y'all heard them. Y'all heard them. They and the list are like, okay, Murph, we like this all decade talk for giving them the opportunity to individually talk about their teams for the decade, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I will add some key things when it comes to your Steelers that I thought was inspiring. Uh, Ryan Razier. Shazier. Shazier. Yeah. See I got, again, y'all bear with the big homie. For what he overcame from that injury and how he is now which is dope that's definitely something the key um, highlight of your Steelers um, I like to say the terrible towel mm. uh, everybody don't have that that's another key highlight to where now I can go buy a yellow towel and turn it around and, and they be like oh you must be a Steelers fan look how symbolic that is and uh, those two things and the last thing is a Watt brother is a Steelers which is dope. Yeah, yeah. So the future is bright. Yeah, and one more thing to add to that, and I don't know if you never noticed when you see some of the games on TV or whatever, but Steeler Nation travels well. They do. They Just like you see the Cowboy Nation out here traveling well or yes, the Saints sir. Nation, Steeler Nation travels well. I mean, I think last time they was in Houston, half of that stadium was black and yellow. Yes, sir. Black uh, and yellow. <laughs> yeah, a dope song. Yeah, that dope song. That's a legendary song. So Steeler yeah, Nation is all over. You know, it's all over. It's not just based out there in Pittsburgh or the East Coast or however you want to say it. They travel well. You know, when the Steelers come to your town, you're going to get at least 45 to 40% of that crowd. It's going to be Steel Nation. So we're out here. We out here. In a, in, a, in, a, in a long way. In a long way. So now as we talk about your Steelers. Now I know you guys in 2010, you know, you did lose in a Super Bowl. Which, again, this is not to say anything negative. But it looked like when you look at the history, I mean the record, 2010, 12 and 4, 2011, 12 and 4, then 2017, 13 and 3. Then you had a couple 11 and 5s and 10 and 6s. So regular season wise, man, um, making noise. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty much. Had that AFC North on lockdown mm-hmm. for a while, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Three years battling back and forth with Ray Lewis and them guys and Air Reed. <laughs> man, yeah. you know, you know them battles, Demer. Yeah, it was some some um, hard hitting games though. But um, we 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 was one of the teams that usually just averaged 11, 10, 12, 20, 12 wins. Guaranteed a year. to the playoffs. Yeah, just you know, waiting for the first outcome. round by and we're Justin Brady up there waiting. You know, see who what happens. So that's usual for us. That's mm-hmm. usual for us. You know. Mm-hmm. Now we got the records and, like you said, the average 10 and 11 wins per season. If you can switch to another division, would you? No. Okay. I wouldn't. Uh, it's too much history. Like I said, we just talked about the – we just quickly talked about the Ravens' uh, history with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even with Cleveland, the history with that yeah. team. You know, yeah. even same thing with Cincinnati when they had that great years with the Palmer, I think – Carson Palmer was there, I think, mm-hmm. and Ocho Cinco and all those guys. Yeah, 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 we we yeah, had yeah. battles with them. TJ Hugabilzada. Yeah, we had, we had <laughs> battles with them. So, I mean, the AFC North is what it is because the Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, and Browns, and I wouldn't change that. It's too much okay. history behind okay. that, you know. But, 
you know, I, I, you'd be surprised. I've had a person that did this, and they said they wish they would have changed over the vision, increased their chances of winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> so that's why I had to ask that question. Mm-hmm. My goal is to make sure I keep it consistent. You're gonna get, you're gonna get the hard way. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I, which I respect. I'm the same thing. Yeah, keep me in that same conference. Mm-hmm. Give me more to brag about. Mm. So when it comes to your positions, I gotta get your. And this still, even though it, it can be simple or easily put for the fans, mm-hmm. when it comes to the best quarterback of that decade, some people might even argue that. Some people might argue, but again, they might not. You, you know, might, you might say, Merv, you know what? Yeah, we know Big Ben, but I, I would have gave it to him last, the previous decade or this decade for what he did off the field. And I'm not trying to, you know, throw any shade. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you feel like. On and off the field, you know, he's been able to have an impact. Cool, but if not, you don't have to say, you know, anybody. But I know you guys, based on the history, when Big Ben was hurt, I know people did come in and have an impact. Running backs, like you said, Le'Veon Bell, Connor, D'Angelo Williams, you guys had good running backs. And wide receivers, you know, obviously the great AB. Even I can even put, uh, as far as another receiver or a tight end is oh Heath Miller. Yeah, exactly. You know, as, as a veteran. Yeah. And then, like you said, defensively. So, I'm going to let you tell the world, I'm going to go defensively. Who were the top three defensive players, in your opinion, this past decade? Number one, like I said, I told you that um, he only played four years into this decade. Mm-hmm. But, I told you, mentioned, I mentioned to him earlier in the show. He made me a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and he's going to be going to Hall of Fame. Actually, I see right now. Actually, earlier today, he's one of the finals for Hall of Fame. But Troy Polamalu mm-hmm. uh, changed the game of safety. Between him and Air Reed, you can argue back and forth mm-hmm. or flip mm-hmm. a coin, D. Murphy. It don't matter yeah. in, in, yeah. in that decade or even after that decade. But um, the plays I've seen this guy make. You know, I watch because I watch every Steeler game. I, I, I would cut out whatever my skills were to see it for two and a half hours, two or three yes, hours, and watch that who the Steelers playing. But some of the games I watched with this guy, with the interception return, the catches, the hits, the jumping over piles and grabbing. Yeah, that's back. crazy. Just, that's it, entertainment. It's by just the way. entertainment. It's yeah. just it's a wild factor to you because this guy you, you really tell he's giving his all like mm-hmm. that, you know. And some of the stuff he did was amazing, you know. But he 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 has to be my my number one choice right now okay. and. Behind, but shortly behind him is James Harrison, the linebacker. Uh, the linebacker. Yeah. He was dominant at times. He was dominant most of his career. Mm-hmm. He won a Defensive Player of the Year award, I think, also. Uh, but the guy was relentless uh, on the pass rushing. Uh, defense feared him. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you step on the football field, or if me, and you would step on the sideline and look at James Harrison. We would think I'm twice about the other way. <laughs> playing football. I don't want that smoke. <laughs> Just I'm looking bad. at the guy, not even trying to just go ahead and looking at him, you know. I don't so want no trouble, big dog. Like, I'm at all, big Roy. At I'm all, just, just trying know, to enjoy my game and go home, <laughs> you know. But Sam Harrison stands out a lot, you know. And if I had to name a new age player right now who who who's coming on the team, like he's named T.J. Watt, uh, All Pro. Shout out to him this year. Uh, 
he, he it took a little while for him to get, get used to the uh, speed of the game his mm-hmm. first year. You can tell mm-hmm. he didn't come in like That's his brother right. and just dominate like that. But right now he feel like he's used to the speed of the game. You can tell he worked on a lot of his strength and uh, quickness in the off season because the way he get off on the ball is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And it led to I think like 17, 18 sacks this year. He's the new age. Defended right now, but yes, along with Minka, cause we have a guy in the secondary named Minka Fitzpatrick that traded from the Dolphins, but he hasn't been there that long. But he was all pro, also. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's a new version of Paulo Malo because you know, he had like five touchdowns this year as a defensive player, I think, or four. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, four. So if I had the same top three, Troy Paulo Malo, James Harrison, New Age, TJ Watt. There it is. Y'all heard him, listeners. 2010 to 2019. The other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Quarterback, running back, and receiver. That can include a tight end as well. Because we've. Oh, yeah, we're going to show love. First, we're going to show love to Heath. I didn't have him on my pick, but we're going to show love. Because he's okay. just, a whole, uh, still look great. He's going to be in the ring of honor out there next year. Or so, yes, sir. So. Yes, sir. And you brought him up also. So that was a good yes, mention sir. about that. Well, he too. helped me win a couple of fantasy football <laughs> championships a few years ago. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, reliable guy. Reliable yes, he guy. Is. Good yes. blocker. He was all around tight end, blocking, mm-hmm. catching, all that. Great locker room, I said also. So, But if I had to start at the top, the person I watched for the last, what, two decades is still going on? Big Ben. Yeah. Um, you can count, you can say what you want to say about. You know about the accuracy and some of the decisions he made, but when it's game time on the line, the guy makes plays. He makes throws. He makes runs. He breaks. Ta- he breaks tackles. Still, still even though yeah. he's 38, 39 years old, something like that right now. But at the end of the game, you want the ball in that type of guy's hand. He makes plays. He's been making plays. He uh, won a Super Bowl with his what his second year in the league. I think mm-hmm. you know took him to a Super Bowl. He won early. He won early. Mm-hmm. You know, been having trouble to get back there ever since. You know, because you know Big Twelve in New England. But uh, he he stands out over over everything the last decade, decade two decades really. Cause he's been playing almost 18, 17 years. But mm-hmm. this decade, he stands out over all the players on the offensive side of book football for me. And um, if I had to name the running back, like I told you, I think Le'Veon Bell changed the game of running backs mm-hmm. when he came out. Um. When I say change the game, I like I, I mentioned it in a way like uh, he made run, running backs more valuable, and I, and I mean that in the sense of running and catching. Catch, yeah. Now you see to get running backs value out of backfield. And I think Le'Veon was the first few. To, you can say people who back then, whatever. Okay, I don't I don't know much about back then. I just watch what I know from now. But Le'Veon, I think was the new age running back. With the running style and who lined up in the slot, mm-hmm. you know who can run for Christian McCaffrey. Exactly, he can run for 20, <laughs> he can run for 120 yards on you and catch 10 passes mm-hmm. on you. He did he did that with the Steelers while he was there. Yes, sir. He changed the game. Uh, even his, his running his running style, his shiftiness, his uh his explosion, his his, his size six two six three two thirty run the four three like. Mm, okay, that's running back, you know, doing that. You know, he he changed the game to where it is now, you know. So, I think what Le'Veon did with his time at Pittsburgh, six years, I think, five, six years there, he changed the game. Changed Can't the argue that at all. Changed the I wanted game. him a couple of footballs uh, season of fantasy football. So I know. <laughs> Trust me. He was a dual threat, you know, and I, I, you see why he was demanding the money he wanted, you know, and he got that, you know. So, Le'Veon Bell, I think, was a game changer. Was a, was actually was a game setting changer type player for the last decade running backs and um receiver bit I think I think 
what Antonio Brown did then his tenure with um, Pittsburgh was remarkable. Yeah, numbers don't lie on that Numbers case. don't lie, but yeah, I agree. even the way he did it, six-round pick. Uh, I remember Antonio Brown as a young player when we was having some of our great Super Bowl, our last Super Bowl, I think. He was barely got in the league, I think. And uh, they put him back there out some time on punt return. And, yeah, you he know, came in strong. Yeah, yeah. and guys, was, the announcers always say, watch out for he's the next one up. You know, because I think at that time, maybe um, – Santonio Holmes was the guy mm-hmm. And he was like The, the yeah, younger version yeah, Of Santonio yeah, Holmes yeah, yeah. You know So They was always say hey, Watch out for this guy And he's a six round pick D-Murph Like six round picks No offense And I'm not supposed to make the team mm-hmm. You know You mm-hmm. just Draft capital That mm-hmm. you know It was added on Really no offense to nobody You know But he, he made the team Out of Central Michigan I think he played it You know um, Made the team And his career took off after two years after his career, and he put up some remarkable numbers. I'm think I'm talking about catches in the season, yard touchdowns in the season, yards after catch, and and the thing about the way he did it, Demer, it was explosive plays. I'm talking like 60 yard bombs or receiver screen that takes to the house at 55 yards. Like mm-hmm. it was explosive plays that he did it. Mm-hmm. it I, I can't really say for a good four to five years, Antonio Robert was the best receiver in the game. Can't argue that Unguardable mm-hmm. Double coverage You can tell me Every Sunday with D-Mark We were coming on ESPN He was making an unbelievable catch between two Three people You know He can end zone Do his thing And people have they, Whatever I say about that But The numbers Don't lie You know Look it up <laughs> They don't Look it up. lie You know The respect that he earned In the game It speaks for itself mm-hmm. There you it know? is Y'all so, heard it you know that, that's 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 my top offensive players right there. You know, so that's and that's just this decade. You know, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we focus yeah, on here. Yeah, twenty ten through twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, and I was I was at the age that ten. This decade, I was really able to dive into sports. I knew what mm-hmm. stats was looking like mm-hmm. and why he was catching me on the routes. And I was in college, so I really was knowing what was going on with mm-hmm. football. So I was really able to digest this decade. So yeah, that's my top three right there. Top three. Now, Big Roy. I know you guys didn't win a Super Bowl, but what was the greatest team during this decade, or this past decade, or the past decade for your Steelers, and why? The best team? The best team. From 2010 through 2019, the best team and why? Um, I want to say that 2000... Don't quote me on this year. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, 2014, I think, when we were 13 and 3, I think. Okay. Um, I think that was the year. Don't, like, don't quote me on that date, but I think that was the year. 2017 tw- was 13 and 3. Thir- well, 2017 then. Yep, 13 and 3. I think that was the year that we really was together all the way on both sides of the ball. I okay. believe uh, the offense was clicking. I, that, that, I think that was the time. Remember, I think we had the best trip, the triple threat in the league, with with Antonio Brown, quarterback, Le'Veon Bell, Bell, and Big Ben. They was all putting up crazy numbers. You couldn't, you couldn't double. You, you can double AB, but then you had Le'Veon killing you outside the backfield. Martavis Bryant too. Was he was, he was a speedster. He was there, you know. So we had an all around plethora of athletes on offense, you know. And I think that year. It felt like our year, 
you know, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But that would think that was to me that was the most year, the fun, most funnest year to watch us play. You know, because you never knew who's going to go off. Like I said, Martavis Bryant would come out there and go off with two, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. If AB's getting doubled up or tripled up, you know, then the fact that with Le'Veon, I, I was so excited to watch Le'Veon Demer because. The, the, his running style was different. Yeah, you know, the, I agree. The, the, the patience, wait, 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 and explode. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that was yeah. something to see, man. Yeah. Like, because running backs would just make it one cut, go, mm-hmm. or bounce it outside. And he he changed the game. And he, and, uh, and you, you can listen to the announcers when they announce the game, they would go crazy when they see him do that. Mm-hmm. They couldn't believe he was doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, they couldn't believe he would wait, 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 and do that. You know, so and not take a two, three yard loss. But I saw the say thank you for looking out for me. That 2017 season. I got you, big dog. Yeah, sure. that was my like my most exciting time. I think in this last decade of watching them play. Now, Mike Tomlin been there all decade. Yes, sir. What are your thoughts on him, and what's next for the Steelers? Uh, Mike, it's, uh, Mike Tomlin. I think, like I said, he's going to be another Steelers coach that goes in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Um. Just like what Bill Cowell did before us, before yes, he sir. got there, Mike Thomas take it to another level. Okay. This year, says this is a prime example of what he's capable of doing. You know, y'all still finish with eight and eight. Mm, I think we got nine wins. See, look at that. See, I think we got, and we barely missed the playoffs. This is with no starting quarterback, yes, a, a third string quarterback, yes sir, second string running back, mm-hmm. receiver, top receiver, but been out all year pretty much too. So. And he did and he did a marvelous job but he able to come back with the, like the number four or five defense in the league you know and <laughs> right now we're back we're back to that still defense that we've been looking for mm-hmm. for the last three or four years that yep. been holding us back usually been an offense carrying us but now we like I said TJ Watt like you mentioned yes sir Mika Fitzpatrick Devin Bush the linebacker from um, Michigan Deshaun know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about great players we got a great young talent we may not have no first round picks for the next two three years but <laughs> we got enough players on develop what we got now <laughs> we got enough players to develop and, and see what they need to do especially young players yes sir you know uh, so it, it's just like I said I tap I, I kept my head off to Mike Tomlin he's been doing a wonderful job people was calling for his job at the beginning of the season because you know he's losing and your quarterback's down but he he, 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 he gathered the troops and he um, he got him believing you know, I think he's... Uh, he lost all his heavy hitters. I'm, I'm, exactly. From the decade. They're not even talking about A.B. and Le'Veon's going yeah, on. Yeah, so absolutely. Like, you know, yeah. so... Uh, I think he's a prime candidate for Coach of the Year this year. In my, in my eyes. You know, so... But the for the future, future's bright. I think we got room's improvement. We, we, I mean, we can't really move how we want to move right now because of Big Ben's ca- uh, salary cap. But I, I see Big Ben, he said he's coming back next year. So I'll give him another year or two and then we... I think our number one thing is we gotta find our successor to Big Ben. We gotta find that guy. But it's Rudolph, bro. No, we gotta oh. find that guy. <laughs> I just thought it. We thought it was him, man. But we, we gotta find that guy. I yeah. think I think we gotta draft somebody again this year, or free to see. You want to look at what Teddy Bridgewater got going on? If somebody want to look at somebody like that out there, that'd be perfect. For you me. know, like and I'm not even a Steelers fan. Exactly. He's he's young. He's a young guy in his 20s still, but experienced. You know, so I worked on the Drew Brees, Drew Brees, and Hassan Payton. Like, you know, he knows something going on right here. But I think that's our number one goal is to find our success plan for quarterback. You know, and we got some old guys aspiring on contracts. We probably let some other older older guys go to office line. But we're prime. I think we're we're prime and ready and young, ready to go. If you look at Juju's out there, Connor's Juju. out there. Yeah. You know, if he's healthy, he, we got some young 
assets that are ready to go. David the Castro, our young guards, all pro. So we have the future is bright. It's just an asterisk on that quarterback. Yes, just, sir. Because you know we we we, we couldn't with Big Big Ben, but if he goes down again, D Murph. Yep, who's coming in and uh, taking up and stepping up? I mean, yeah. but uh, their record was eight and eight. Eight and eight. Okay. Yeah, just so wanted to make sure because you know them less of Murph. Yeah, it was they, eight and eight, big boy. Eight and eight. So I want to make sure. Win, huh? Yeah, man. huh? That's that's what they do. Yeah. You still up in on your stop. Yeah, man. But no, man, that, that that's what's up, man. I definitely appreciate you. No man. problem. Of course, we'll elaborate more on the next episode for next week. But I wanted to have you as a first person. To actually talk about their team this past decade and the good, the bad, and the ugly, and and what's to come. And I'm excited, man. I'm, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Steeler Nation. Like I yeah. seen somebody in the airport on third on the other day Thursday. <laughs> Drake is still a good. I stopped it. We we had a conversation. Oh. So shout out to Steeler Nation, man. There it is. For those first time listeners, thank you for tuning in. For the avid listeners, what up, what up, what up? Big Roy, let them know how they can find you, sir. Oh, yes, yeah, on uh, pretty much all social media platforms, IG and Snapchat at Roboy underscore 25. That's R-O-I-B-O-I underscore 25. And at Twitter, turn third row. Let's see, Big Roy, he was he, still on vacation, but we can't even think straight. <laughs> R-O-B-O-I, y'all. Roboy. He said R-O-I, a return on investment. We are not in business class, Big Roy. Jet lag, man. <laughs> Dude, I got your back, Big Roy. Y'all know. have me like, um, you know, time I'm, in the Eastern Kind time change. So I already like, know, Big Dog. And they know I'm not laughing at you. I'm here to support <laughs> but you. But I knew I had it wrong, but I thought I fixed it. So I just, wrote, I just went with it. It's all good, you man. Know, but, but, they be lit. They be fact-checking. Just like you got me, Murray. You know, Russell Westbrook. I mean, Russell Wilson. I've done that. And Ryan Shazier. You know what I'm saying? I mess, I mess up, too. Y'all, y'all, y'all follow me on all those platforms. I do follow back. So. Make sure y'all follow my dog. Everybody's all. But for me, y'all, appreciate y'all. Thank you very much. More people, dope guests, talking about their favorite team from this past decade. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Murph. We'll catch y'all next week with our normal program. But until next time.